ಕೇಯೂರಾಣಿ ನ ಭೂಷಯಂತಿ ಪುರುಷಂ ಹಾರಾಂದ್ರೋಜ್ವಲಾಹ ನ ಸ್ನಾನ ನ ವಿಲೇಪನ ನ ಕುಸುಮಂ ನಲಂಕೃತ ಮೂರ್ಧಜಾ ವಾಣ್ಯೇಕಸಮಲಂಕರೋತಿ ಪುರುಷಂ ಯಾ ಸಂಸ್ಕೃತ ಧಾರ್ಯತೆ ಕ್ಷೀಯಂತೆ ಖಲು ಭೂಷಣಿ ಸತತ ವಾಗ್ಭೂಷಣ ಭೂಷಣ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿಯತ್ ಶ್ಲೋಕ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಭರ್ತೃಹರೀಸ್ ನೀತಿ ಶತಕಂ ವಾಟ್ ಡಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಮೀನ್ ಅಮ್ಮ ದ ವರ್ಡ್ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಕೇಯೂರಾ ಆಮ್ ಬ್ಯಾಂಡ್ಸ್ ನ ಭೂಷಯಂತಿ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ಡೆಕೊರೇಟ್ ಪುರುಷಂ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಹಾರಾಹ ನಾಟ್ ಗಾರ್ಲೆಂಡ್ಸ್ ನ ಚಂದ್ರೋಜ್ವಲ ನಾಟ್ ನೆಕ್ಲೆಸಸ್ ದಟ್ ಶೈನ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಮೂನ್ ನ ಸ್ನಾನಂ ನಾಟ್ ಬೇದಿಂಗ್ ನ ವಿಲೇಪನಂ ನಾಟ್ ಅನಾಯಿಂಟ್ಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ನ ಕುಸುಮಂ ನಾಟ್ ಫ್ಲಾಸ್ ಸಾಲಂಕೃತ ಮೂರ್ಧಜ ನಾಟ್ ಎ ಡೆಕೊರೇಟೆಡ್ ಹೇರ್ಡೋ ವಾಣ್ಯೇಕ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಸ್ಪೀಚ್ ಸಮಲಂಕರೋತಿ ಅಡಾನ್ಸ್ ವೆರಿ ವೆಲ್ ಪುರುಷಂ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಯಾ ದೋಸ್ ಹೂ ಸಂಸ್ಕೃತ ಧಾರ್ಯತೆ ಹಿಯರ್ ವಿ ಕೆನ್ ಗಿವ್ ಟೂ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ದೋಸ್ ಹೂ ಸ್ಪೀಕ್ ದ ಸಂಸ್ಕೃತ ಲ್ಯಾಂಗ್ವೇಜ್ ಆರ್ ದೋಸ್ ಹೂ ಸ್ಪೀಕ್ ಎ ವೆರಿ ಕಲ್ಚರ್ಡ್ ಲ್ಯಾಂಗ್ವೇಜ್ ಕ್ಷೀಯತೆ ವಿಲ್ ಡಿಟೀರಿಯೋರೇಟ್ ಖಲು ಎಸ್ ಭೂಷಣಿ ಆಲ್ ದ ಡೆಕೊರೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಸತತ ಕಂಟಿನ್ಯೂಸ್ಲಿ ವಾಗ್ಭೂಷಣಂ ದ ಡೆಕೊರೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸ್ಪೀಚ್ ಭೂಷಣಂ ಇಸ್ ದ ಬೆಸ್ಟ್ ಡೆಕೊರೇಷನ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಅಗೇನ್ ವಿ ಕೆನ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಮಲ್ಟಿಪಲ್ ಇಂಟರ್ಪ್ರಿಟೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಕ್ಷೀಯತೆ ಖಲು ಭೂಷಣಿ ಸತತ ದ ಡೆಕೊರೇಷನ್ಸ್ ವಿಲ್ ಕಂಟಿನ್ಯೂಸ್ಲಿ ಡಿಟೇರಿಯೋರೇಟ್ ವಾಗ್ಭೂಷಣಂ ಭೂಷಣಂ ಸ್ಪೀಚ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಬೆಸ್ಟ್ ಡೆಕೊರೇಷನ್ ಆರ್ ಕ್ಷೀಯತೆ ಖಲು ಭೂಷಣಿ ಡೆಕೊರೇಷನ್ಸ್ ವಿಲ್ ಡಿಟೀರಿಯೋರೇಟ್ ಸತತ ವಾಗ್ಭೂಷಣಂ ಭೂಷಣಂ ಆಲ್ವೇಸ್ ಸ್ಪೀಚ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಬೆಸ್ಟ್ ಡೆಕೊರೇಷನ್ ದ ಇಂಟರ್ಪ್ರಿಟೇಷನ್ ವಿಲ್ ಬಿ ಎ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಆರ್ ಎ ಉಮನ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಆಕ್ಚುಯಲಿ ಡೆಕೊರೇಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ದ ಆರ್ನಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ದಟ್ ದೇ ವೇರ್ the examples given here the armbands garlands the necklaces the exquisite baths anointments plus or decorative headgears it is only speech that permanently decorates the person we have selected this subhashita keeping in mind that the world sanskrit day falls on the shravana purnima which this year was on 31st of august this day is the birth anniversary of panini the greatest grammarian of sanskrita world sanskrit day is celebrated to raise awareness about sanskrit and advocate for the usage of sanskrit panini's grammar is considered to be the world's first formal system in language he essentially listed out 4000 rules in his work called ashtadhyayi which means the one with eight chapters when panini lived is debatable they projected anywhere from 
600 BCE to 400 BCE, but most scholars settled around 500 BCE. Panini's Ashtadhyayi is supposed to be the first known work on linguistics all over the world. This work has had quite an effect even on modern linguistics. In 19th century, Europeans discovered Panini's work, and since then, it has been studied extensively by scholars all over the world and is continuing to influence the languages we speak today. Panini was one of the first to explicitly separate the vowels and consonants used in Sanskrit, and he has written the guidelines about how to use all of these. Since his work Ashtadhyayi was published, ancient Sanskrit scholars have also followed the rules that he has outlined in them. Sanskrit is one of those languages which is written exactly as it is spoken. It also allows word compounding. You can conjoin as many words as you'd like together. The longest sentence ever recorded in worldwide literature is a Sanskrit sentence. In the Varadambika Parinaya Champu by Tirumalamba. This sentence or word is composed of 195 Sanskrit letters, making it the longest word ever to appear anywhere in the world. It is too long for me to say over here. I am going to add this to the show notes. So check it out. Yogena Chittasya Padena Vacha. Malam Sharirasya Cha Vaidyakena Yo Pakarotam Pravaram Muninam Patanjalim Pranjali Anatosmi. This shloka is the beginning shloka for many yoga classes. It translates like this Let us bow to the great yogi, a great rishi, Patanjali who gave yoga for serenity and solace of the mind, grammar for clarity and purity of speech, and medicine for perfection of health. Patanjali's lifespan is uh, speculated to be between 200 BCE to 400 CE, not exactly known. He was not just a grammarian, but also a person who wrote Yoga Sutras and a treatise on medicine called Patanjala Tantra. His treatise on grammar called Mahabhasha extensively draws from the Ashtadhyayi of Panini. Many commonly used English words have been derived from Sanskrit. Did you know that candy is derived from the Sanskrit khandaka, meaning sugar candy? Khanda means peace, so this literally means a piece of sugar. Loot comes from lotra, which means plunder or booty. What about the chita? It's derived from chitraka, which literally means speckled or variegated. And jungle, jangala meaning wild, feral, not tame. And the color crimson comes from krumija, which means the red dye produced by a worm. I think everyone knows about guru. Although Sanskrit has many more nuances to teacher than just guru, we'll talk about it in a different episode. The neem tree, 
it comes from the sanskrit nimba pepper a ingredient that most of us use and is found on pretty much every restaurant table it comes from the sanskrit pipali meaning long pepper sugar itself comes from sharkara which means ground or candied sugar and it's not just these in mathematics we have trikonamiti and you know what that means trikona is triangle miti is measure so trigonometry but there are other sanskrit words that have made it into english without this kind of distortion as well here the distortion is in the meaning for example atma commonly translated as soul it's not really just that karma equated to luck or destiny there's more to it than that dharma does not mean religion religion is just one small aspect of it it has a much larger meaning so there is this concept of sanskrit non translatables these are aspects of indian culture which are not very well understood around the world let's come to our current hot topic the moon mission it pays a good tribute to sanskrit in fact chandrayaan itself means voyage to the moon in sanskrit the engine that launched it is vikas which means development the mission that landed on the moon is vikram vikram pays homage to our great scientist vikram sarabhai it also means courage valor the rover that is now moving on the surface of the moon is called pragyan which means deep insight so lot of sanskrit words here we're recording this episode on the 2nd of september and today a mission was launched to study the sun and that is called aditya the sanskrit name for the sun as well i was just having a debate with my mother about the use of the word scriptures most sanskrit works get termed as scriptures but this is not true scripture actually means something that is holy a work that's talking about some religious aspects not all sanskrit works are religious in nature so you can't term them all as scriptures for example we were just talking about astronomy astronomy is called nakshatra vidya or jyotir vigyanam here we have works like aryabhatiyam by aryabhatta brahma sputa siddhanta by brahmagupta siddhanta shiromani of bhaskaracharya ganita is the term used in sanskrit for mathematics aryabhatiyam also includes a lot of mathematics mathematics was developed by our ancient indian scholars while they were studying astronomy chemistry india is known for having taught the world how to use alloys etc here we have ancient masters like patanjali bhavya datta deva vyadi swachandra and many others who have written works about chemistry so sanskrit does not equal religious when we are talking about great works in sanskrit how can we not mention kalidasa by birth kalidasa was very stupid so much so that he was sitting on the wrong end of the branch of a tree and cutting it and fell down from there 
some pandits saw this they had to take revenge against the princess so stealthily they got kalidasa married to the princess telling her that he is now in a maunavrata that is silence the princess later discovered his stupidity and threw him out of the palace kalidasa then meditated upon goddess kali and sought a boon from her she made him the scholar that he eventually became that was why he was called kalidasa his greatest work is abhignana shakuntala kalidasa has sometimes used certain greek words in his work this leaves one speculating was he aware of greek literature also this subhashita says satatam vagbhushanam bhushanam in the entertainment industry a poet a comedian a storyteller are very well known for their oratory skills there are other forms of entertainment where oration is very valuable as well for instance there is the local avadhanam where a single scholar gets questions asked from various people along with certain restrictions set on the type of answers he or she can give them the avadhani the person who is being asked all these questions now has to creatively come up with answers that not only satisfy these questions factually but also showcase their command over the language similarly in improv or any kind of a oration where somebody needs to make a speech political or otherwise or motivational so let's talk about some of the greatest orators that we know about mahatma gandhi swami vivekananda martin luther king bernard shaw these were some from a previous era in today's world on the world stage we are familiar with barack obama oprah winfrey and from india we know sushma swaraj and the current foreign minister s jai shankar and how can you forget prime minister modi who got 15 standing ovations during his address at the us congress in a recent visit speaking about orators two of the best orators george bernard shaw and winston churchill the story goes that once george bernard shaw sent winston churchill two tickets for a premiere of one of his plays pigmalion and he wrote bring a friend if you have one to this the reply churchill gave was i'll come on the second day if there is one both denied this this story is fiction coming back to sanskrit there are a few places in india a few villages where all the villages are very well versed with sanskrit and sanskrit has now become the mother tongue two of these are in our own state of karnataka mattur in the shimoga district of karnataka is famous everyone the 5000 plus people who live here speak sanskrit fluently there is also hosahalli another village also known as mattur's twin village located quite close by it is said that in the 16th century king krishnadevaraya officially said that hosahalli and mattur 
will be responsible for nurturing the use of sanskrit it's nice to see that these two villages have continued this tradition to this day they say all that glitters is not gold but the gift of speech is definitely gold and subhashitas give us pearls of wisdom in very short simple sentences so that's it for today let us know what pearls of wisdom you have picked up in any language we would love it if you can share more of your sanskrit findings with us see you in the next episode